Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast, live via Zoom. This is Emily. And this is Rachel. Hey, skaters. This episode's for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking about the new anime that for us is on everyone's mind, Skate the Infinity. The forefront. Yeah. (laughs) The forefront of your anime watching experience currently. It is a brand new sports anime all about skateboarding and not just skateboarding. Illegal street racing skateboarding down a mountain. It's cool punk skateboarding. Yeah. (laughs) It's like if you actually were in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. So Skate the Infinity, it's an original anime produced by Bones, which is very well known. If you've seen the art style, you know what the hell Bones has done. It aired January 10th to April 4th, 2021. It is brand spanking new. The dub is currently airing, and there's only two episodes left as of this recording. There are 12 episodes in total, and the only place to watch this is on the Funimation app. I suggest getting the free trial and then just binging the whole thing once the dub is done, because we gotta talk about the dub versus the sub of this. Yes. (laughs) So this is one of those rare happenstances where the anime comes before the manga because the manga is actually going to come out that is based off this anime. So they're like, hmm, people seem to like the gay skateboarding. We need to make more of this. (laughs) Why don't you read the very broad Wikipedia summary? In Okinawa, a group of hardcore skaters participate in a secret no-holds-barred competition after midnight known as S, just the letter racing each other on skateboards down a winding road carved out of an abandoned mine and occasionally forming rivalries, also known as, quote, beefs, unquote, (laughs) with each other. Reki, a high school sophomore and hardcore skater, takes new transfer student Langa to S one night and ends up pulling him into the world of skateboarding. And into his heart. (laughs) Yeah. I added that last bit, but we'll get into it. There's a group of core characters for this, for the skateboarders, and you get to know them pretty well, even though there's only 12 episodes. We're going to go through the characters briefly, because I feel like you guys need to understand who they are at a base level to understand us talking about the show in general, because they're such a big part of it. So one of the main characters, his name is Reki, and he's super cheerful, he's energetic, he has bright red hair. Reminds me of Blackstar, almost. (laughs) from Soul Eater. Yes. Just a little. Less annoying. Less intense, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He really loves skateboarding. He loves the S races. He works at a local skate shop part-time, and he does a lot of work as a mechanic. So he builds skateboards. He fixes skateboards. He even made Longa a custom skateboard. And he makes his own custom skate decks, which is, you know, the board, the underside of it, where people like to put designs and stuff. He befriends Langa and introduces him to skateboarding. So a little bit more about Langa Hasegawa. He is half Japanese and he transfers to Okinawa from Canada with his mother. I love how it's just broad, just Canada. Yeah. Not even a just city. Canada. <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously a place that has many skiing opportunities. I'm sure that's not all of Canada, but somewhere close to a ski place. Um, His father is Canadian, his mother is Japanese, and he happens to speak Japanese. So that really helps him in this anime. 
He ends up transferring into Reki's class. He grew up as a snowboarder in Canada, but he quickly learns to transfer his skills of snowboarding into skateboarding when he jumps into his first S run, which remembers the competition. The crazy competition. <laughs> Always in a daze, he's a very mellow character. He shows a stubborn side at times with his resilience. His nickname is Snow, which made me laugh because I mm -hmm. think of the um, 90s rapper who is white as well. He He's very cool toned. It's coding for Snow, Ice. Ice Boy. <laughs> yeah, and, and Reki's the fire. Yes, yeah. fire boy. And yeah. <laughs> Longa can speak Japanese just fine, but when he tries to get hired at places, his writing <laughs> comprehension is not very good. Right. <laughs> so he ends up getting a job at the same skateboarding shop because Reki, you know, talks to the owner. Another character, his name is Mia, and he is a cheeky first-year junior high student, so he is very young. He is super talented at skateboarding. He can perform a lot of difficult tricks without much effort, and he makes everything look easy. He has, like, a catboy aesthetic. Mm-hmm. He really wants to represent Japan at the Olympics, and skateboarding was just added to the Olympics, so this is very timely. I'm sure this came out because of the Olympics. Yes, it's too convenient. <laughs> he loves cats, and he loves video games, and he's a little brat, but eventually they all become friends. Yeah, he's he's pretty sundere. So the next character is Hiromi Higa, and he goes by Shadow, and that's how you meet him. He is an S racer who wears a cape and a heavy metal style makeup. He kind of looks clownish. <laughs> and he is a self-proclaimed dynamite flower. <laughs> he carries fireworks with him and isn't ashamed to use dirty tactics to win, like throwing fireworks in the middle of the race at, you know, an opponent's board. I mean, there are no rules in S. Right. Outside of S, he kind of like has a completely different personality. He's timid and kind-hearted, and he works at a florist. When he started pulling out smoke bombs, I was like, why doesn't someone just have a gun? <laughs> like, that's how you win. <laughs> just die, bitch. <laughs> or not even a gun, just like a taser. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So my favorite character is Karu Sakura Yashiki, and his... Skateboarding name is Cherry Blossom. He has beautiful, long pink hair. Very Bishonen. He has glasses. It's like they came into my lizard brain and they were like, who do you like? He is a high-tech S-racer and his skateboard has AI, who he calls Carla, and he could do a lot of calculations about like when he should be turning and, and stuff like that. His day job is a calligrapher. And he is childhood friends with Joe, and he often bickers with him. They seem they seem uh, very close. <laughs> yes, definitely. So Joe or Kojiro is the next character we're going to talk about, and he's Sakura Yashiki's rival or Cherry's rival in S. And he is also the owner and chef of an Italian restaurant by day. An Italian restaurant that Cherry or uh, Kaoru likes to frequent. He has a cheerful and lustful personality. His skating style is also very dynamic, just like his ripped body. <laughs> he and Sakura Shiki have been friends since childhood. When he's skateboarding, odds are his shirt is off and his uh, chesticles, as the dub calls them, are out. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> so the last character we're going to talk about is the founder of S, a legendary skater. He goes by the name of Adam, but his government name is Anosuke. And while he's skating, he likes to keep his true identity a mystery. So he wears like this matador outfit with a mask. But during the day, he's actually a politician, a very ruthless politician at that. Now that you are familiar with the characters, let's get into the discussion about the show. It is a sports anime, so there was somewhat of a tournament aspect to this. It's pretty de rigueur for sports anime, but I thought that despite only having 12 episodes, that they were able to tell a complete story that I really liked. You were able to see Longa's arc from someone who is very shy to someone who has friends and someone who has a hobby that he can throw his whole self into. You kind of build the story from Reki by himself, um, kind of participating in an S tournament against Shadow and kind of like eating shit, (laughs) but still moving forward to when he meets Longa and kind of trains him in the the art of skateboarding, and then it progresses as Longa gets better and better and better, transferring his killer snowboarding skills to skateboarding. Johnny Tsunami style. (laughs) Yeah. As their friendship grows, it's also very much tested by them kind of getting caught up in the competitiveness of the S race. And it's kind of like a juxtaposition of like wanting to be competitive and win in the S race, but also building friendships with everyone that competes in the S race, including they're like older brother figures in Joe and Cherry. So they all kind of hang out together and build relationships with one another, all in the scope of this race and skateboarding. A main tension in the plot is, you know, skateboarding is supposed to be fun, but Mm -hmm. this competition really puts a strain on that and kind of makes you lose sight of that sometimes. Yeah, This show tackles jealousy, which I don't think a lot of sports animes really delve into very deeply. And, you know, Reki is watching his friend, who he taught how to skateboard, just zoom past him in terms of skill. And he feels very jealous about that, even still being Longa's friend, and possibly more than friend. (laughs) Like, still having strong feelings about him, but feeling intensely jealous about not being able to do the same things. I think that's a really tough thing to portray in a way that doesn't make you like pity the character that is jealous. I think they did a really good job with that, actually. That's probably my favorite part of this anime from like a scholarly perspective, <laughs> is they showed jealousy in a very realistic way, but also in a way that isn't, you know, like shitting on the character or like completely changing their personality. He felt jealous and he overcame it. (laughs) Yeah. One of the things I really liked about this show was the character designs. Everyone kind of had their own color scheme going on. Mm -hmm. I really liked that all the characters had very distinct designs and color palettes. And what they wore really showed you who they were. For a lot of anime, you know, characters can get stuck in like school uniforms or whatever. And quote-unquote costuming isn't really a part of it. But I think that wardrobe, even for animated characters, is very important. Mm. And these these boys were styling. (laughs) 
yeah, everyone had kind of their, like, battle outfits, quote-unquote, for the S races. Especially Shadow is a completely different person. I mean, he has, like, ICP makeup. (laughs) Right. Like, he looks completely different from his normal life, quote-unquote, to when he is racing in the S race and doing skateboarding and things like that. Let's talk about gay shit. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about gay shit. You know, I feel like a lot of anime, and not just sports anime, has a lot of homoerotic undertones that, I mean, even some overtones, let's be frank. (laughs) But it never really goes there unless it's, you know, considered like boys love or girls love. It's never like, this is an action show and there's also gay people. The sub of this is very much in line with other sports anime. You can kind of get a vibe between Cherry and Joe, between Longa and Reki, that there's like a very intense relationship there. Yeah. With a lot of feelings. And those feelings could be friendship. They could be more than friendship. But the text does not really say. And they'll never be like, yep, we're boyfriends. And also there's always some villain, some some gay villain who has an obsession with one of the characters. Right. Think Pegasus from Yu-Gi-Oh. Adam is that. Adam is totally obsessed with Longa in a completely gay way. <laughs> like, yes. he's like, I am Adam and he will be my Eve. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty blatant in being homoerotic. But also, we're not supposed to like Adam. He is straight up the villain of the show. Right. Even though he gets more sympathetic towards the end. But so the Funimation team for the dub cast queer actors for the voice roles. And not all of them are queer, but a good portion of them are. And I feel like that really brings a lot to how the dub comes off. It's vibe. And the localization team for this anime deserves like all the awards. They localized it so much and made it frankly better. The dub is better than the sub. The dub is a lot funnier. The dub is a lot more charming. The dub makes me like Adam more, who is the villain, you know? Yeah, yeah. I really like the dub. I think we watched like maybe half an episode with the sub before switching. And that was like really early on when me and Fabian started watching this show. But since then, we've only watched the dub. So we haven't finished it completely because we're waiting for the last two episodes to drop. But it is (laughs) such a joy to watch. Like it is always hilarious. It's very easy to follow. Lately, I've been liking dubs a little bit more just because I don't have to pay like 100% attention to the show and like read every single thing. It's so easy to miss stuff when you're watching a sub, but that's just my opinion. I really, really, really like this dub. The characters are done really well. I feel like the voice actors did a really good job giving like personalities to everybody. 100%. I would recommend watching the dub. Yes. And... I'm pretty sure a thoughtful effort on not only the localization team's part, but also the acting part and directing part that they were like, no, we are going to make this gay. And we greatly appreciate that because it's so entertaining. It's so different. It's so refreshing. It's so so fun. The skateboarding is very exciting. If this didn't have the flair of the dub, honestly, I think this would have been... You know, it would have been liked for a season and then it would have died. But now we have 
the iconic clip of, hey, bitches and bros and non-binary hoes. <laughs> like, that's yes. going to live on forever. I love it. It's just chef kiss. This is my favorite dub since Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> which is saying something. Yeah, I believe it. Let's briefly touch on things that we did not like so much about the show. What I don't like about most sports anime is that there are not a lot of female characters because a lot mm-hmm. of the sports animes following, you know, sports teams like baseball, which is a man-only sport, which is bullshit, by the way, but <laughs> yeah. You have Reki and Longa's mothers. You have this reporter woman. I swear to God, she's in less than five minutes of the show. I barely remember that. (laughs) You know, you see women in the background shots a lot at the S races, but there were zero female skaters, Yeah, which really bummed me out because that's just not realistic. Yeah, there's plenty of women who skate. You know, I love the show. We just talked about how much we loved it, but this was a disappointment for me. I just thought that was the thing that was missing. Like, Like, as a woman, I like to see other female characters in things. Sometimes you don't want such a sausage fest. Right. And I feel like this type of sports anime would have been the perfect opportunity for that because a lot of sports animes, they're focused on, like, a boys basketball team or, like, a boys tennis team or a girls tennis team. So many sports are separated by gender, but skateboarding isn't. So they could have easily done it. (laughs) Yes. And this isn't even a skateboarding competition. This is like illegal street racing skateboarding, you know? So I've thought about this a lot. And I think that the character of Joe would have been better if it was a butch woman instead of a man. She can be (laughs) just as buff She can have the exact same personality. I just think that a lot more could have been brought, in my personal opinion. Yeah, what if Shadow was a drag queen skater? Oh my god, yes! Like, that would have been awesome too. (laughs) Yeah. They could have been more adventurous. He he basically is in drag, you know? (laughs) Basically, yeah. (laughs) Another thing that I didn't like so much was the fact that Adam, who is an adult is obsessed with Longa, who's a high school student. And I was like, that is so beyond (laughs) creepy. And I get, I get it. We're not supposed to like it. We're supposed to think he's a creep. But he does become sympathetic at the end. Adam is such a good character. He is so flamboyant. He has the best lines. He is so out there and fun and really one of the most dynamic characters on the show. Why couldn't they have had... Reki and Longa just graduated high school. Why couldn't they be adults? It just... I know that they're not real. I know. They're not real. It just gave me the creeps. And I don't want to be creeped out when I'm enjoying a sports anime with gay people skateboarding. Right. You have to think about the message you're sending, too. I mean, it is a good message because, like, Adam is technically, like, a creepy, evil character. Who is emotionally stunted. Right. But also, like, putting this stuff in media is, like, kind of normalizing it. So please, let's think about ages (laughs) and relationships when we make media. Also, we've seen the creepy gay villain a lot. So many times. It's overdone. Yeah. And while Adam is this, at the end of the day, I do like Adam's character. He's too funny to not like. I just wish that 
there was just more representation of different kinds of people. And that I didn't have to feel icky about watching something that I really enjoyed. Just for those moments, though. Yeah. So the only thing that I think that could have been improved by Skate the Infinity is if it had more episodes to build upon character development. For a lot of it, I felt like it was a little bit rushed and I would have loved more backstory on Cherry and Joe and even Shadow and how they got into skating. I honestly also feel like Adam's backstory was a little rushed too. There was a lot of the development between Reki and Longa, which was essential to the storyline for this 12 episode anime. But if they had even double that, they would have been able to expand a lot more on all the other characters. And I think I would have loved it even more (laughs) if they were able to do that. I was expecting a full episode dedicated to like a flashback with Cherry, Joe, and Adam when they first started S because they are the originators of S. Right. And that never happened. And I understand why it didn't happen. But I really do wish that there were more episodes because I liked it so much. And I feel like they could have accomplished even more. And also, like, Cherry's design when he was young. He had a lip ring. (laughs) A lip ring. We deserve that more on our TV. I mean, come on. (laughs) We do love a lip ring. It's hot. We grew up in the RAR XD lip ring phase, so. Visual K J-pop bands uh, had a monumental impact on me during puberty. So, yes. (laughs) Lip rings (laughs) and funky haircuts. (laughs) So on a scale from one to five, how would you rate the plot, the writing of this? I give it a four out of five. I thought it was pretty solid. It could have been a five out of five if they had more backstory, but I think they did a pretty good job. I didn't notice like any huge plot holes or too much filler, so. I agree completely. On a scale from one to five, how would you rate the voice acting? Five. (laughs) Yeah. Iconic legendary (laughs) we love it (laughs) okay and on a scale from one to five what would you rate literally everything else how the animation looked the cgi the character design the music i would say a solid four and a half the half point off is just because some of the like scenes when they're racing through the s race were not the smoothest (laughs) but the rest of it was good (laughs) so I'm going to give it a four, if only because I thought there should have been way more ska music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God, yes. I was expecting, like, punk and, like, skateboarder music. Basically anything off the Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 soundtrack. We got some, some of that, but not a lot. And I was like, come on, if you're going to do skateboarding, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta put in the ska music. Come on. And... Yes. I feel like they could have leaned in more to, like, skater culture in general, you know? Yeah. Okay. That wraps it up. Let's give our weekly K-pop recommendations. My weekly K-pop recommendation is Sorry Not Sorry by Itzy. I'm going to recommend ASAP by Stacey. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can check us out on Instagram, also at soulmatespodcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. Check out some of our videos on YouTube under our channel name, Soulmates Podcast. You can find this program pretty much anywhere podcasts can be found. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening right now, make sure you follow, make sure you subscribe, so you can get us every single Friday in your ear holes. 
Thanks for listening to this episode, skaters. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.